murderers and violent criminals. 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO. This is the Elijah Har Show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at 933KWTO and stream us on the 933 mobile app. Welcome back to KWTO. If you weren't with us in the first hour, we talked to Dennis Lennox about can the Republic be saved? Donald Trump under a third potential indictment. Georgia, if it ever comes in, will make number four. Dennis ain't so sure. He says, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we can recover from all this. The question is, though, and he, and he raised a really interesting point. It's even worse if Trump's our nominee and then gets convicted and goes to prison. So let's check in with the national race. What's going on with all the candidates that are running against him? DeSantis was supposed to be the guy. He was supposed to be the one that was going to be Trump without Trump. But it doesn't seem to be working. Let's play a little of uh, Aisha Hasney on, on the struggles that Ron DeSantis has. Governor DeSantis just cut his campaign staff by less than 10 people because he's tight on cash. The governor raked in more than 20 million in the first six weeks of his campaign, but he's also spent nearly half of that, 8 million, leaving the campaign with just 12.2 million in cash on hand. And that ad spending hasn't helped him much in the polls. He really hasn't been able to cut into former President Trump's lead. He told Fox's Howie Kurtz his campaign issues are really the result of a lack of support in the mainstream media, and he thinks that's actually going to help him down the road. I mean, I'm not saying he's leaning on a crutch. I think it's always easy to be like, well, I'm not moving the polls because of the mainstream media. Well, the mainstream media hates everybody. So let's not act like they hate you more than anybody else. I think people are overestimating the, the quote unquote collapse of Ron DeSantis. Now, I'm not even sure if he's my guy or not, but these poll numbers really don't move until honestly until December. The vote, the vote in Iowa is not till January. You know, then you got New Hampshire, Nevada, South Carolina. Like, let's let's take everything with a grain of salt. I say this all the time. At this point in the last few cycles, we didn't even know who the nominees were going to be. So all of this discussion about oh, DeSantis is crater. I I don't buy it at all. I still think it's it's anybody's game. I think people underestimate Tim Scott and the value he brings to the primary. I think Vivek Ramaswamy is a lot of passion. You know, we had him on the show just about a month ago. There's a lot of people that really like him. But if you look at the fundraising, he really didn't do that much. He raised 7.7. And of that 7.7, 5.4 million was his own money. So he's just writing himself a big check to stay in the race. Now he's interesting. He's gotten a lot of press, but I don't view him as a legitimate or dangerous presidential candidate, at least not at this point. Um, but while we're talking about it, there's going to be a South Carolina debate coming up. Let's play Aisha Hasney talking about the debate in South Carolina. Governor DeSantis was, I'm sure, hoping for a big day of headlines about him, his policies, being in South Carolina. But no matter where he goes, he just cannot escape questions about former President Trump. And on Trump being a target of the special counsel's investigation on January 6th, DeSantis said Trump could have been more forceful with protesters, but he doesn't think those actions amounted to criminal charges. Now, DeSantis was also asked how he plans to win South Carolina. Remember, 
Trump won the Palmetto State by 11 points back in 2020. Now, Trump has not committed to the first GOP debate next month, even as many South Carolina voters are telling Fox that they want to see him spar with DeSantis. Let's let's do a couple rounds of this. The first question I have is, is Trump has decided he's not going to do the debate. Or at least he's saying he's not. He didn't do the forum in Iowa. Good or bad idea? Producer Garrett, what do you think? I, 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 I kind of see it both ways, which I know is a That's really the worst lame answer. excuse. It's the worst <laughs> answer on radio. All right, listen, it's a terrible idea. Good. All right, I'll leave Tell me it. why it's terrible. It's a terrible idea because Donald Trump, people can say whatever they want about what they like about Donald Trump. Oh, his policy. Oh, his ideas. Oh, his Christianity. You can say whatever you want. What you truly deep down like about Trump is when he gets up on that debate stage or gets up in front of hundreds or thousands of people and he says things that you want to say but feel like you can't and when he's getting out of the debates he is just negating all of that momentum and all of those social media clips which is huge in an election cycle these days so i totally agree to me to use an nfl analogy this is running the prevent defense you're up a couple touchdowns we're just going to try to slow the game down run out the clock the prevent defense is the worst decision any any coordinator in the NFL has ever made. They should be fired if they ever go into a prevent defense. This is what Trump is essentially doing. If he skips the debates, he skips the forum, he runs a prevent defense. I think he does so at his own risk. Now, I get it. Right now, early polls, he's got such a big lead. I can see why people are 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 are, are telling him to do that, but I think it's a bad decision. Number two. This whole DeSantis isn't raising much money. That's just flat out wrong. Ron DeSantis raised $20 million in six weeks. Yeah, he spent $8 million of it. And yeah, another $3 million is general election money. But he raised $20 million in six weeks. He outraised, outraised Biden and he outraised Trump. And they were in the whole entire quarter. So I think this, this post-mortem on the DeSantis campaign... Far too early. Now, as Dennis said, a lot of times what happens is the the w- w- what people believe is what becomes their reality. And so right now, everybody wants to say Ron DeSantis is starting to crater. It's not working out, blah, blah, blah. But you know what the next story is? Give them a month and they'll want to write the Ron DeSantis comeback story. I, I mean, this is the fickle nature of the media and social media is the news stories go so fast that he'll be written off for dead by two weeks from now. And then a month from now, they'll be writing the Ron DeSantis comeback story. Donors are getting engaged again. He's getting his mojo back. Nothing will have changed, but they'll just, there will be a new version of the story that they want to write. So I, that's the second thing is I just, I never take any of this stuff that legitimately serious. But you raised this point in the last hour and I wanted to go back to this. You said, Ron's got to decide, is he running against Trump or is he running as Trump? It was a good, it was a good point. Yeah, he has to, he has to decide if he is going to be Chris Christie or if he is who, who bullies Trump and tries to get him out of the way or if he's going to be kind of, hey guys, I'm just like Trump, but I'm a little bit more effective because that's what he sort of started out as. And I don't know if that's the way he wins this campaign. I think he's got to make a shift a little bit. So, and, and I think that's the thing. What made Vivek Ramaswamy popular is that Vivek is clearly running as an authentically himself candidate. And honestly, Trump is kind of too, because Trump's a little insane. And so when Trump does this stuff, (laughs) you know, you're just like, oh, there's Trump. But 
But I'll say this. Ron DeSantis is not really running an authentically Ron DeSantis campaign. He's running a decent campaign, but you can tell it's got all the trappings of consultants saying, oh, here's what you need to do here, and here's what you need to do there. Um, The great example, Trump goes to Dairy Queen and is like, I'm going to buy everybody here some ice cream. They're like, okay, they all want blizzards. He's like, well, what's a blizzard? Like, Trump doesn't even know what a blizzard is in in a Dairy Queen. (laughs) But the problem is then a week later, Ron DeSantis goes to a Dairy Queen to talk about how he grew up on Blizzard. Well, that's clearly a consultant be like, look, Trump didn't know what a Blizzard was. Let's go there and like make a thing out of it. But everybody knows like, okay, it's kind of kitschy. Like, yeah, Trump didn't know what a Blizzard was, but it's so ham handed to then walk yourself to a, to a Wendy's and, and, and it just feels like some consultants like, yeah, Let's get all the Dairy Queen people to get all riled up. But it doesn't feel like an authentic candidate moment. No, I mean, it, it's clearly not. The, and the thing that inspired this entire topic was, I think off air, I read a uh, headline from the, Washington, <clears throat> from the Washington Post. DeSantis knocks Trump for January 6th, but says he didn't act with criminal intent. I mean, that is so, what's the Bible say? You got to be hot or cold because yep. if you're lukewarm, I'm spitting you out. That is the most lukewarm answer to get. And even if it's the right answer, it sounds just lukewarm. It does. It's, it's the classic. Listen, there, are, this, this is such a silly way to, to talk about politics, but there are certain politicians that I follow on Twitter. A, because I really like what they have to say. They're hot. Or B, they, there was not a comma there. Like there was not a, I really believe what they have to say or they're hot. It was, <laughs> it was a continuation of the metaphor, uh, from the Bible or, I really, really dislike what they say, and so I need to follow them in order to oh, eager, either argue or debate. I don't follow anybody that I disagree. Really? Now I'm always oh, I, I follow AOC. Oh, I don't. I I, <laughs> I I'm always on the for you. So like sometimes tweets get oh. into my feed that that I don't. But I don't follow people. I just I'm not helping their accounts out. So I do just to just to follow along and kind of laugh every once in a while at the very least, or get into little arguments every once in a while. Um. Garrett B. Official is the Twitter account, by the way, 1R2Ts on Garrett, capital B, official. And was, uh, But who I don't follow are candidates like Ron DeSantis right now, who is going back and forth and just doing the same thing over and over and over again. So my The grip and grin picture with uh, yes. great being Cedar Rapids. We're fighting, you know, yeah, the generic uh, stuff. Look, my tie is red, white, and blue. Like, right. Let's cut regulations on small business. Ah, oh, boring. Congratulations. So does does Ron DeSantis just end up being looked at kind of like Mitt uh, Mitt Romney after all this dust That's settles? That's the concern. More of a Scott Walker who's a governor of Wisconsin, very popular, and then just was sort of a very vanilla candidate, just never took off. And I think that's everybody's concern is that Ron is on the path of he was so hot and so hip and so cool and just shutting down the media and then it just kind of became this sort of compartmentalized packaged candidate. Yeah, well, and and not the the entire Republican Party revolves around Trump. That's obvious. So I'm going to take it back to him for a second. When he first got on the debate stage and started just going crazy, like saying the most insane thing. Exactly. He didn't get back, call up his consultant or go up to his consultant. And the consultant said, Hey, uh, people on Twitter aren't really enjoying that. CNN wrote this article. You're going to have to cut it down. And then the next debate, he was stood there with his hands behind his back and said, thank you, sir. And thank you, ma'am. Ron DeSantis was 
huge for anti-Disney, anti-woke, anti-COVID regulations as much as possible. All of these things, that's what brought you to the dance. You got to stick with what brought you to the dance in the first place. And he's slowly backing away from it for some reason. All right. We're out of time. We're going to come back. Bruce, the theologian, joining us. He's going to talk about tithing. What's the Bible actually say about it? Stick around for that. I saw the sun begin to dim and felt that winter wind blow cold. A man learns who's there for him when the glitter fades and the walls won't hold. From then rubble, what remains can only be What happens next? Pay your fair share. Raising taxes happens right here. Fentanyl. Cartels are responsible for the death.